Shaletta Brundage is known as the autism mom, not just because she's got three kids on the spectrum, but because she's an advocate who works to educate and inspire other moms of kids with special needs. I got the most exciting news. I got the most exciting news. It's news that any parent who has a child with special needs wants to receive. It's what we work for. It's what we labor for. It's what we fight with the schools and the insurance companies for. It's what we search for when we're trying to provide, uh, find the best providers for our children. So my son, Brandon, nine years old, was diagnosed with autism when he was just three. Uh, He could not uh, look at me. He could not respond to his name. Um, I remember when we put him in preschool, the teacher would have to hold his head from behind and raise his chin just so he could look at the camera to take pictures. I remember around Easter time um, when the school, uh, he was three years old, they had a little Easter egg hunt. And um, instead of hunting for the eggs like the other kids, he was content to sit um, in the rear of the playground just opening and closing plastic Easter egg for hours. And so the teachers, you know, called me in and and told me that we needed to get him checked for something called autism. I had never heard of autism, uh, didn't have anybody in my family who had been diagnosed because my husband and I um, met later in life and had our kids when we were in our 40s. You know, we didn't have any friends with small kids. You know, at that time, my best friend's children were in college and most of my friends were grandparents. Right. And and so I I didn't have anybody that I could call who had small kids like me in my friend group. And maybe that was by design, because the only person I had to call on at that point was Jesus. And I prayed and asked God to guide and lead me. And he did. Um, we were going to a Wilkenfeld Speech and Learning Center in Houston when we lived there um, after Brandon was diagnosed with autism. And, you know, the ladies there took such good care of my baby. They worked with him. They put him in small groups. They put him in large groups. Um, and, and then they referred me to ABA therapy. And so we started doing ABA therapy in Houston with Endeavor Behavioral Health. And then I found out about the Lovas Institute in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I told my husband, we are moving. We are moving back to Minnesota. I never thought I would leave my mama and everybody I love to come back to cold Minnesota. But I knew based on the reviews I got from the Lovas Institute and, um, you know, what I heard from parents that this is where I needed to be to give my children the best chance at our family's goal. And that goal was that we didn't want them helped. We wanted them healed. And, and every family is different. But for us, for my husband and I, we wanted Brandon to be on a level equal to or above his peers. We were not satisfied and we did not settle for what we were seeing. We wanted the best for our child. And, and it, there were some dark days. There were some dark days. We, we didn't always think that Brandon was going to do as good as he did. In fact, there was a time where I was ready to give up um, because after almost a year of therapy, we didn't see any movement. We didn't see any progress. But we kept pressing and kept praying. 
and about four or five years old, we, we, we start seeing stuff. He, he, he would use the restroom on his own. He, he learned how to ride a bike. He began reading and writing and doing other things. He became more social with the help of the therapist at the Lovis Institute. And then we found a family achievement center in Woodbury, a wonderful speech therapy facility that also does uh, occupational as well as physical therapy. And so Brandon got all three there along with the behavior therapy, along with what he was receiving at school. We did everything. We threw everything against the wall to find a recipe that works. And that's why this whole autism thing is a puzzle, right? Because what work for, works for one kid who has autism may not work for another kid who has autism. So so, so, uh, so about, about, about six, seven years old, he was fully potty trained and he was in a regular classroom with just some special assistance. And, you know, he, he was in small reading groups and they were working with him at the school and at the therapy center. And, you know, before you know it, he was eight years old. And, and the people at the Lovis Institute came to me and said, Brandon has met all his goals. We are going to release him. We can no longer build the insurance because he is at a level in his testing where he is at or equal to his peers. But his speech was still, you know, lagging behind. Even though he was eight years old, his speech comprehension, receptive and expressive was still that of a six year old. So he still had speech goals. So we were still at Family Achievement Center three times a week, making sure that Brandon got the speech therapy that he needed to get. And uh, when when everything shut down and COVID happened, they went virtual and we were still doing our virtual speech therapy sessions. And we got extra iPads and computers and, and we were getting that done. And this week. Brandon's speech therapist um, appeared on the Zoom and I heard her say, because Brandon now can, you know, get himself in and out of the Zoom. He doesn't need me for anything anymore. And I heard her say, is your mom available? And I thought, oh, Lord, the insurance ain't paid the claim. Oh, Jesus, they're about to close down and they're going to refer us somewhere else. I, I'm, I'm thinking the worst. I'm the doomsday prophet. And I'm usually the, you know, cheery one. But this day, I just thought the way she said it, there was some urgency in it. And so Brandon brings me the computer and we set it up. And she says, I want I want to know how you all like to celebrate as a family. So go and get everyone because I want to share this news that I've got. And I'm like, wow, did we win something? This is awesome. What? So my husband gets there. The other three children are around. And she says, Brandon. You have met or exceeded all your goals. You have graduated from speech therapy. Y'all, I cried, I clapped, I jumped up, I said hallelujah and thank you Jesus. Brandon no longer receives speech therapy services. He no longer qualifies because he is meeting the expectations of a nine-year-old child when he is having conversations with other people. That is a blessing. That is what we wanted when we started this journey with him when he was just three years old. And here we are six years later after behavior and occupational and physical and speech therapy. He no longer receives any outside services. And I tell Brandon's story to tell you to keep praying and keep pressing because if you would have told me after, you know, six years almost of, of therapy that Brandon would be at a level of his peers, I would have told you, girl, get out of here. Not while I'm in the fight. 
not while I'm still in the struggle, not while I'm in the thick of things. When Brandon was first diagnosed with autism, I thought, Lord have mercy, he's going to live with me forever. He's not going to ever be able to get married. He's going to work at Walmart. He's not going to be able to graduate from college. He's going to wind up institutionalized or in a group home. I, I don't I didn't know what to expect. I just know that he was not doing the things that other kids his age were, were doing. And at the time, I didn't have anybody to tell me that things can and will get better. Which is why I am always sharing my story and talking about my journey and, and what my kids have gone through and what we have experienced and what worked for us. Because I want you. Autism moms and dads, autism grandparents, autism aunties and autism cousins, autism teachers and therapists to, to share our story, to talk about Brandon and Cameron and Daniel and how they have overcome with therapy and prayer and pressing and working with the schools and, and anything that we did. Take that. Use it. See if it'll work with your child. This is a puzzle. We're all still trying to figure it out. And I want to share what worked for my child because one of the things that worked for Brandon may work for you. I can't believe. He was three years old when he was diagnosed. Now he is nine. Five, six years of really good therapy. And he is no longer receiving anything no longer needs anything there's some still some areas that we have to work on but thank god we're not where we used to be that's why we talk about early intervention being the key why it's so important not to um, ignore the warning signs early on because you see by the time brandon got to kindergarten he had had two full years of therapy intervention and so he wasn't as far behind as he would have been had I said, you know, I'm just going to wait till he gets to school and they'll figure it out. Nope. As soon as you see the warning signs, the flapping of the arms, the spinning around, the staring into space, the lack of eye contact, echolalia, not responding to their name, not playing with their toys properly, all that stuff. Call your pediatrician. Get you a test done. And then work with your therapist as well as your school counselors and social workers to get your child the help they need. The longer you ignore it and put it off, the longer it's going to take to get them healed, if that's your goal. That was our goal, and I'm so grateful to God that we made it to the finish line. Always fun and informative, Shaletta's a big draw at autism conferences across the country. Find out how you can book her as a featured speaker for your next event at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com.